Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is your boy Noah Jones, and welcome to Today in Hip Hop, episode 15. We have a great show for you today. Today we got some news, and we even got a little bit of storytelling. A little bit of story time. Uh, we have some Kodak Black news. We have some NBA Youngboy news. We have some Toronto and OVO news. And we have some news about DeMarcus Cousins of the Los Angeles Lakers, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what should we use? What should we, what should we start the show off with? Well, first and foremost, before we start the show, um, I want to say thank you to everybody that tunes in on a regular basis. I want to say thank you to the people that are actually supporting the podcast by donating to the, to the podcast. Um, and I want to just give y'all a shout out because... Uh, I know I don't update I don't uh, update episodes on a regular basis, not too too frequently, but I want to tell you the reason why I don't. Uh, the reason why I don't update and upload and and do all that shit and create a podcast every day is because this is a premium podcast, and because it's a premium podcast, um, I want to make sure that the content is good. I don't want to saturate the game with the same shit. I don't want every episode to sound the same. And I want you guys to enjoy what you're listening to. So what I do is I wait for these knuckleheads to do some stupid shit so that way I can report on it. You know what I mean? I don't want to create an episode of a podcast and it'd be boring and me pretty much talking about the exact same shit all the time. So therefore, what I do is I wait a little while just to see what news is out there, see what I can dig up, see what I can find. So that way I can give you guys, you know, the, the most for your for your time i want you guys if you're spending this time with me i want you guys to actually enjoy the shit and um you know keep coming back so like i said this is a premium podcast which means it's high-end everything high-end college high-end content high-end uh recording the whole shit so first and foremost let's jump into kodak black now he posted on instagram he says hey this was uh let me see what date was this Okay, actually this is... Okay, fuck, there's no date. Anyway, alright, it says Kodak Black. This is what he says. Four months ago, I had the baddest females, and now I'm in jail. This is what he says on his Instagram. Four months ago, I was just FaceTiming the baddest females on planet Earth. Now I'm making jail calls, waiting on mail call. He says, yeah, sometime I come off a little arrogant, but you'll be too if you was young and rich coming up out the projects. Shit, I walked out of juvenile detention center to millions of dollars. Imagine that. On the real, I'm feeling it's some God want to show me or want me to do because I'm steady going through the same thing. Hopefully these lessons turn to blessings. I appreciate y'all screaming to me. I mean, screaming me too. Love. Now, let me, let me pick apart what this guy is saying. First and foremost, he does not come across as arrogant. He comes across as a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? If you're doing the same exact shit, you're not going to get different results. That's a proven fact. By doing the same exact thing every day, living a life of crime, being a career criminal, the only prize you're going to get is the stupid prize. You're playing a stupid game. So what are you doing? You're going to win a stupid prize. You know what I mean? So look, it's not an arrogant thing for Kodak Black. He's He's just dumb. You know what I mean? And I think it's, like I said, I think it might be a mental disorder or something like that because he's constantly doing the exact same thing. Now, if you was young and rich and coming about the projects, meaning you didn't have anything, the first thing an intelligent man would do 
would be to surround yourself with people that would show you how to manage your money and stop you from being in the spotlight over stupid shit. You know, now, he was lucky enough to walk out of the uh, juvenile detention center to millions of dollars, according to him. He was lucky enough to do that. But then he walked right back into jail. So obviously, the nigga's not learning his lesson. You know, and he's saying hopefully these lessons turn to blessings. Look, let me explain something to you. If I do something one time and it sets me back, I'm not doing that shit again. You know, and I'm not going to put myself in these type of positions to where I have to have these bad consequences. You know what I mean? This nigga's reading letters in jail, like mail letters, when he should be out touring the country, enjoying his life, spending time with his family, soaking in some culture from some places he's never been before. But he is behind bars. And this is, again, like I said, this is a routine thing for this guy. So when it's routine and these characters keep going to jail, please do not empower these guys by feeling sorry for them. We have to start letting people know this is what you get. And as a young man growing up, we all know the rules. I knew the rules when I was younger. You play this type of game and you do this type of stuff, these are the end results. Not only that, we're in a digital era where there's camera phones everywhere. Some some countries even have surveillance on the street to where they scan your face and they can locate you wherever you're at on the street. So, that being said, why the hell are you going to be out here doing stupid shit? You know, coming from the projects, you should realize and appreciate your, your, your opportunity. You should appreciate the fact that you're put in a position that not a lot of people are going to be in. And you should relish in that moment and do something good of, with, with that opportunity. Instead of throwing this shit away. You know, it's, wa- it's wasted talent. It's wa- Well, I mean, I wouldn't call it shit talent. <laughs> I mean, I can't fuck with the way the nigga rap anyway. So anyway, that's besides the point. We know exactly where you're going to end up when you do this type of shit. Play a stupid game, win a stupid prize. I think today, today is going to be the knucklehead, the, the, the knucklehead episode. Seems like all of the shit that I'm going to be talking about today is stupid nigga shit. So, anyway, now, next we move on to NBA Youngboy. It says, NBA Youngboy's probation details are revealed. He cannot perform live. Says NBA Youngboy had a probation hearing on Friday where the preceding judge told the Baton Rouge rapper he would be able to leave home while he serves out his 14-month house arrest, according to uh, WAFB. NBA Youngboy, whose real name is Kentrell Golden, <laughs> damn, sound like the nigga's French, but he's not. Uh, he will be allowed to go to places such as church, which he ain't gonna go, the bank, and the doctor, for those herpes. However, he will not be able to perform live or go outside to a studio. NBA Youngboy will be able to record new music at home, but will have restrictions placed on the type of content he can post on YouTube. So they're even monitoring the type of shit that he can put out. And as an artist, that's the worst position to be in when they're controlling your creativity. That is the worst. He cannot perform, which shuts his show money down. Which shuts his merch money down for a little bit. Well, it doesn't shut it down completely, but you know it's gonna take a hit. He can't perform. He can't leave the house to go to a studio. So if he doesn't have a recording studio in his crib, he will not be able to make any music, and that's gonna slow up a lot of his bread. Now here's another thing: when these artists become popular, I'm gonna tell you what they do, which slows all their money up. They don't like to do features with up and coming artists. They don't like to cut up and coming artist deals where you know they do verses for cheap. They only continue to record with the people in their eminent circle or other artists that are as popular as they are. 
But there's a lot of money out there in up-and-coming artists. You know, if NBA Youngboy was to say, yo, I'm out here doing features for $500, there's a lot of niggas that's going to jump on that. And as long as his work ethic is crazy, you know, he can put the, he can crank out features and be rolling in bread while he's stuck in the house. And his name will still be popping because these up-and-coming artists will be pushing the record because he's on it. But a lot of artists do not follow that routine. That's some gems for you right there. So, he's lucky he's out. He has a little bit of freedom. You know, it's, it's better than being in jail. They have restrictions on his shit. And hopefully, um, you know, at his next probation hearing, which is scheduled for December 13th, hopefully he can get some of those restrictions lifted and maybe be able to do a little traveling or perform or do something. But, you know, another reason why they do these type of things to these artists is the type of shit that they rap about. You know what I'm saying? The type of shit that they rap about, that'll limit, that limits the type of content that they can put out. All that shit is admissible in court nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. These judges, they looking at your YouTube. They looking at your Instagram. They looking, they bringing in, they playing a whole day's worth of your music so they can gauge the type of person you are by the shit that you rap about. And because of that, it's like the hip-hop police. They throwing your ass in jail. They're using it against you in court. It's going to help you get more time. So, you know, your content or lack thereof can be your biggest downfall in today's uh, hip-hop game. Now, let's go over here to... Uh, let's go over here. It says, okay, we got some we got some OVO news. It says, Toronto police arrest suspect in killing of OVO affiliate Smoke Dog. All right, man. August 30th, 2019. It was recently reported that Toronto police arrested Abdul Kadir Handul. I'm going to say it in his native uh, native tongue. Abdul Kadir Handul. <laughs> For the 2018 shooting death of OVO affiliate Smoke Dog. Handul appeared in court last week on two first-degree murder charges. Jesus Christ, he's going to be away forever. He might as well just kiss all his family members and throw his life in the trash because he's about to get some football numbers for, for this shit. So he was a, he was arrested. He, he appeared in court last week on two first-degree murder charges for killing Smoke Dog, born Havante Smart, and music manager Ernest Modakwi, a.k.a. Cobra Prime. So this nigga killed two people. The two men and women were shot outside of a club, out of Cube nightclub in Toronto's Queen Street West on June 30, 2018. Causing a panic in the streets, the woman survived the attack, but Smoke Dog and Cobra Prime were pronounced dead shortly after. So the nigga caught two bodies. So he's definitely going to do football numbers. Now, it said nationwide warrants were issued for Handul and his 16-year-old accomplice whose identity is protected, protected under the Youth Criminal Justice Act. So he had a homeboy, a Cody, co-defendant, that was only 16, that was out here running with him, shooting off, busting off at niggas. That's crazy. Like, I, I literally blame the parents for, you know, you not keeping your, your, your kids out of the street in this type of situation. You need to know where your kids are. And I also blame these corporations for making the parents have to work so many hours that we can't fucking stay home and teach our children. You know, we work so many hours nowadays that 90% of the time we at work and all the shit is going down. So who's raising our kids? Social media and YouTube. While you're at work right now, your kids are browsing the internet. Your kids are talking back and forth on social media. Your kids are planning and plotting and doing a whole bunch of shit they ain't supposed to be doing because as adults, 
we can't come home and have the quality time that we're supposed to spend with our children. You know, back in the day when we was young, you know, you had pizza night. You had, you know, every night at, at dinner, everybody had a family dinner. Everybody had discussions. You talked about what was going on. You talked about your day at school. You talked about all that other stuff. Not me, anyway, because I didn't have no father growing up. So my situation was a little different. <laughs> I'm one of the survivors of the deadbeat alliance. You know? <laughs> Shout out to all the deadbeat dads out there. You know what I mean? For setting the trend on what not to be like. Anyway, you know... Because the internet is raising our kids nowadays, we can't we can't sit around and really uh, you know dial in the discipline like we're supposed to. And they have these little things where you know if you discipline your kids too rough, they'll fuck around and put you in jail. So these kids utilize that shit because they smart. They utilize that shit. They push your buttons <laughs> and they get CPS called on your motherfucking ass. So anyway, says he was arrested last month in Burnaby, British Columbia, on unrelated kidnapping and forcible confinement charges. This nigga is a criminal. <laughs> He's expected to appear in court again on September 11th What a monumental day So we can celebrate September 11th By throwing this nigga in jail for the rest of his life For the dumbass actions that he's taken While he's been out on this earth in such a short period of time Play a stupid game Win a stupid prize Ding, 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 this nigga won Ding, ding, ding <laughs> Now for our last final, uh news situation this isn't about hip-hop um but since i did live in california for 20 years you know i want to i want to show some love to the lakers now an arrest warrant was issued for demarcus cousins on domestic violence charges from the la lakers according to a report from aj perez of usa today an arrest warrant was issued for lakers baller demarcus cousins after audio was released of him threatening his ex Cousins is being charged with a Class A misdemeanor case of domestic violence after allegedly telling his ex over the phone that he would put a bullet in her fucking head. When she told him their son wasn't coming to his wedding last week. Now, let me break that down to you. Let me explain to you what's going on. Now, this relationship has a history of the woman using the child... For leverage. Now, it takes a bit of bitch to not want their own son to allow, well, let me tell, allow their son to not go to his father's wedding. So you know what's happening is he's marrying another woman. He didn't, he's probably not married or never was married, says ex-girlfriend. So he probably didn't marry this woman right here. He just got a kid with her. So she's salty as shit. So she's not letting the kid go to the wedding, but that's his son. If he wants his son to come to the wedding and be the best man, he should be able to do that. Please believe this woman is getting child support from this nigga because he's a professional athlete. So he's paying he's paying his money. He's getting garnished probably. So he's paying his money. So there's no fucking reason. But here's the thing. The fact that she was able to record this phone call means that he has a history of going off on her like this. So she just got tired of it and she set the nigga up. So now what she doesn't realize is she's fucking the money up for herself. See, the number one thing is don't fuck the money up. Don't fuck the money up. So by her putting him on blast like this, it's going to fuck his sponsors up and might mess his chances up from being on the Lakers, which is going to stop her bag. That's going to stop her money. You know what I mean? That's a stupid thing to do. You need to handle that shit internally instead of the drama. You know, and what happens is me personally, I'm also a victim of a situation just like this. Not a domestic situation, but 
you know, I've been in quite a few situations throughout my my entire dealings of having children that the mom uses the kids for leverage. She wants to decide what she wants to decide. And, and she, a lot of times she doesn't make the best decisions. But because she hasn't gotten over the situation and she hasn't gotten over and moved on with her life and found peace and happiness inside of her own life, she will find ways to drag you through the mud. You know what I mean? But as a man, you got to be strong enough to not let these women bait you. You know what I mean? You got to not let these women bait you into doing something stupid like this nigga did. He needs to keep himself under control and say, okay, you don't want my son to come? Cool. It's temporary. Because eventually your son will be old enough to where you can talk to them directly. Or they'll be old enough to where they can make moves on their own. You know, it's only it's only 18 years that they can, like, they can use this control over you. So even though you can't be as involved as you want to be nine times out of ten, you have to understand that it's going to be greater later. You don't want to get caught up in the situations and fall into these traps because they have a long-lasting effect on your situation. They have a long-lasting effect on your life. And I'm speaking from experience. You know, if it was up to me, I'd like to be around my children every single day. But... Because the mom has other plans And because the court system is set up for the women to win Regardless of how good the man is Or how stable the man is The courts usually always grant the situation to the woman So Sometimes you just have to You know, grin and bear it Roll with the punches And remember that later on in life When the children are a little older They'll understand what's going on And you can talk to them directly You can still create a relationship And you can still have a bond So He's stupid for, for stooping that low, but by the same token, you know, she shouldn't have recorded him and put that audio out there because she's fucking up her own money. So we'll, I'll have, I have to see what happens. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen as far as the situation. But to all my men out there that's going through a similar situation where you're having issues with your kid's mom and they're, they're using the kids for leverage and a piece of control and, and they're not doing things in the best interest of the children, just remember, it does get better later. So just try to grin and bear it. Do what you can. Don't abuse the mom. Don't say bad things. Because remember, we're in a screenshot and photograph era. They will take video footage. They will record the audio. They will take screenshots. They will use all that shit against you. And they will take you to the cleaners. So you have to exercise Jedi mind control type of control over your situation. Otherwise, you're going to end up ruining your life and ruining other situations and being so fucking stressed out that... um. <laughs> That you end up jumping off a bridge or something crazy. So, but that's it as far as today's news. Now, let's let's go into a little story time. Story time, story time, story time. Now, for those of you that don't know me, I am a I am an Uber driver partner. Now, before you cocksuckers have anything to say about being an Uber driver partner or driving for Uber, let me explain to you why that's an amazing thing. A lot of people work for people, right? They work regular jobs. They can't dictate shit at their job. They just got to follow orders. If you are a driver partner for Uber, you make your own schedule. You get to meet cool ass people. You drive around and listen to fucking music all day long and you get paid instantly. So because I'm able to be a driver partner, uh, I was able to take off four days to finish my album. Now, if I was working for the man, there's no fucking way I'd be able to do that unless I had vacation time and you gotta, we gotta see if we can schedule it. And it's like, I don't like living by nobody else's rules. But by the same token, I still need my, my bills to be financially met. So, doing what I'm doing, I'm allowing myself to make money online off my music, make money off the podcast. And I get that instant 
gratification and that instant bread from being a driver partner, which I use to fund my dreams. So the great thing about it is you do it on your own time. And that's what I love. So anyway, let's get to the story. Fuck all the, fuck all the other shit. Here's the funny shit. People are under the preconceived notion that we actually work for Uber. So they think that they, they treat it like it's a traditional job. So sometimes you'll get people <laughs> that will try to run you because they think I'm paying my money and you're supposed to do what I'm supposed to tell you to do. Now, here's the thing. As an independent independent contractor, which we are, we make the rules. It's our vehicle. It's our everything. You cannot run us. So here's the situation. I got a ping, right? <laughs> and the one place that I do not like picking people up is Walmart. And here's the reason why. When you pick people up from Walmart, nine times out of ten, they live close by. Close enough to where they probably even can walk home sometimes. But here's the thing. These motherfuckers want to do a month's worth of grocery shopping and load the whole shit up in your car. So here's the thing. They want you to load... And here's the thing. Our, Our primary focus is to get you from point A to point B safely, right? Not to be lifting all your fucking bags, not to be carrying your 24 packs of water to your door, none of that shit. But these people look at us as if we're obligated to do that shit. And if you don't do that shit, they give you a bad fucking rating. You know what I'm saying? So here's the thing. I pull up at this Walmart, right? You know, the the place that I hate the most to pick people up. You know, certain kind of people shop at Walmart anyway. But, um, you know, I pull up to the Walmart. I park in front, but it's not necessarily in front on the side of the street where the customers come out. You know, I'm like literally, you know, 10 steps, you know, on the other side. So there's a lady standing out there, full full basket full of shit. She's an old lady. You know, shout out to the old ladies in Arizona. And she, you know, she's standing there with a full basket of shit. And I'm like, first thing that comes to my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go with this shit. It's going to take me 20 minutes to load all this bitch's shit up. And then I got to take her fucking ass up the street. You know what I'm saying? Which is going to be a whack-ass ride. It's going to be it's gonna be quick. It's going to be some bullshit. And then I'm going to have to spend the next 10 minutes offloading all her shit. And I'm going to miss some real money. Right? So what I do is I pull over. And the lady says, she screams across at me. Are you here for me? <laughs> so, you know, I, I roll the window down. And I, and I say back to her. I say, uh, you know, it, it depends on what your name is. Because I'm not trying to pick up any motherfucker. I got to pick up the right person, right? You know, that's how it works. So what happens is she comes over to my car with her big-ass basket full of shit. And the first thing she asks me is, are you Noah? Now, I'm not how familiar you... I mean, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the app. But they give our make. They give our, our license plate. They give our model of our car. They give the color of the car. They give our personal name. And they give a picture of us. So, the fact that this dumbass lady had to ask me, was I Noah, knowing that there was a picture right there on her fucking phone screen where she could verify the shit, pissed me off. See, my thing is, if you have all the information in front of you, you should know whether or not I'm there for you or not. Shouldn't be no conversation exchanged. You check your fucking app if the car matches, if the driver matches, if the license plate matches, then bitch, I'm there for you. <laughs> so, you know, I explained that to her. I say, ma'am, you know, 
I have no pictures. I have no idea who you are. But if I'm here for you, you should know. You the one that got all the information. So she's old, you know, old school, traditional as shit. She probably don't like black people. So the first shit that comes out of her mouth is, you ain't gotta be rude. (laughs) Now what she did not know about me is my pull-off game is crazy. When a nigga or a bitch says something to me that I don't like, I will pull off and leave your monkey ass right where the fuck you standing. So, here's what happens. You know, as soon as she says that to me, that added fuel to the fire. Then what did she do? Because I didn't respond after she said that shit. You know, I was already upset. I was tight. So I didn't say shit. So what she does is, you know, by this time, normally I would have already been out of my car getting ready to help her with her shit. So she pulls around to the back of my trunk, right? And I'm already knowing. I'm like, look, she's got an attitude. She don't like me already. She's going to fuck my rating up. (laughs) And if you're a driver partner, your rating means a lot of shit. So I realized she's going to fuck my rating up. So what did I do? What did you do, Noah? What did you do? (laughs) I fucked around and went into the app, canceled the trip, and pulled off on that bitch. I'm looking in the rear view and she's waving like, yo, where you going? With her basket full of shit. (laughs) Now, some of y'all may say, look, you know, Noah, you're a dickhead for that. But here's the thing. These people need to understand that you need to treat people with respect. Not only that, It's not my fault that you don't have a fucking car. That's not my fault. You know, you 90 years old, you should have at least three of those motherfuckers. Maybe two of them don't work. But you should at least have a fucking car. You know what I'm saying? If you can go grocery shopping and lift them heavy-ass motherfucking groceries by yourself, your ass need to have a car at 65 years old. So I don't want to hear that shit. Respect your drivers. Respect the people that are doing you a favor. Because some drivers ain't making no money. Some drivers is making pennies on the dollar. So if you try to treat these people like they are employees or servants or somebody that work for you, your ass gonna get left. Take it from me. My pull-off game is strong. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, remember, uh, I try not to upload every single day because I want the content to be great. Trying to do a whole lot of things with it as far as the stories and all that other stuff. Just to keep you guys entertained and tell you about my life as well. Don't forget to check out NoahJonesNews.com for the hottest shit in the game. Buy an album. Buy something. Buy some merchandise. Buy a t-shirt. Buy something. Damn, nigga, stop just pimping me out because this is a premium show. Start spending that premium money. (laughs) I love y'all. Stay tuned. This has been episode 15 of Today in Hip Hop. And I will see y'all again soon. Peace.